It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. We all seem to have that inner critic inside our heads. I have a committee, the itty-bitty shitty committee. You know what I mean, that nagging voice or voices in my case that knocks us down and drags us down the road of self-sabotage and self-neglect. A strong, positive sense of self-esteem is your first step to anything you wish to accomplish. Discover who you truly are that gorgeous, talented, fabulous woman who deserves recognition and unconditional love. You know, the most beautiful thing any woman can wear is confidence. Here on Confidence and Bloom with the Divas That Care Network, I, Tina Spolatine, speak with women living in their own self-confidence about who they truly are, how they found themselves, and how they care for themselves. Today I'm speaking with Diane Pila. Resiliency is a skill that is essential in today's market. Quickly recovering from difficult situations, overcoming challenges for growth, and adapting is necessary. Accredited business accelerator and certified neuro coach Diane Pila is renowned for taking you to the next level, guiding you not just to cope with adversity, but to optimize it and then use it for your advancement, making targets achievable and growth inevitable. No wonder Diane's clients sing her praises from medium-sized business owners right on through high-level executives and solopreneurs. The results in her, of her innovative, empowering approach speak for themselves. Her clients increase growth and momentum by implementing personal systems and processes and identify the root cause of any roadblocks. And you can leverage the power of neuroscience to get you past that plateau and supercharged for up for real success. Hello, Diane. Oh, hello, Tina. I'm so thankful. Thank you for the invitation. This is exciting. Oh, thank you. Thank you for joining me. I always love connecting with, you know, soul-hearted women. You know, um, it, it makes we, – we live in a world where women are really still trying to make their their footsteps. And, you know, knowing that there are women like you still <clears> – <throat> excuse me – Still working. Oh my gosh! Excuse me. Still, you know, you're you're putting your you're making you're doing anything, everything you can to help women make their steps. And I think oh that's my incredible. Yes, you know, and I love the theme of confidence. Confidence is such um, uh, it's such a powerful uh, a skill that we can develop, and it really is a skill. Um, to recognize, you know, where where our zone of genius is and what we have to offer. And so much of that has been, you know, kind of pushed down because especially women, we care for many people. Um, and oftentimes we put ourselves on the back burner and that's when confidence starts to wean away because we feel like we just need to be the caregivers and, you know, support and help and we forget about ourselves and then the more we forget about ourselves the lower our confidence gets so um confidence is is very powerful 
Oh, one, yes, I agree 100%. Um, so obviously that's how you define right is by, like, well, tell me again. How, how would you yeah. define so self-confidence? Self-confidence is a belief. It's, it's, it's a belief. It's a true belief. Um, you know, as, as, you know, in the introduction, you talked about a neuro coach. So many people are like, oh, what does that really mean? Um, but really, in, at its core, neuroscience is the study of the human mind and how it influences our behavior. And so when you look at it from that perspective, it's, it comes from a belief within us that ultimately guides us to the different behaviors. And so without, you know, if we don't feel that confidence or, or believe that we, um, you know, are confident, then we will take steps back. We will, you know, shrink back. We'll step away. We won't really, you know, go for that, that thing that we really want, that, that dream that we really know is possible, but we don't feel that we have you know, the, the time, the, the knowledge, the, you know, the ability to achieve some of those things. And so um, beliefs really, when we look at them from a neuro perspective, is that it's, we need to re- look at, if, we, if we're not feeling confident, we need to look at removing the patterns of thought that have been repeated. Because what we know from neuroscience is if a thought has been repeated, it becomes a belief. It becomes a belief. So our mind is set in a way that, you know, if, okay, if we do these same things repeatedly, then, you know, we don't have to think, we don't have to use our prefrontal cortex, that, you know, 10% of our mind that really is focused on, you know, the, the current. Uh, it will automate things so that it can conserve energy. So, uh, you know, think of it like driving to the same grocery store every day. You don't have to think about where to turn and how to start your car and all of those things. So it's a very powerful, the brain is a beautiful, beautiful uh, machine, really. Um, and when you look at it that way, it's like, oh, so now I've repeated thoughts about how I'm not capable or, you know, that's too big a goal for me that becomes automated as well. So it causes the behavior to slow down and not take those steps towards what we know we really can do, but we we hesitate and we hold back. Yeah. I like how you, when you said um, driving to the grocery store, like we do that without even thinking. And it made me think when we move, you know, like I moved when I was first married, I lived with my in-laws. And then we built our own house, which was maybe five or ten minutes away. And when I left work, you know, was you know, one day in the first couple of weeks, I'm going home now, and I drove to my mother-in-law's house. Yeah. And when I got yeah. there, I'm like, what am I doing here? I wanted to go yeah. home. But, you know, autopilot brought me to, right. you know, what, where I was used to driving to. And so I was yeah. thinking, oh, my gosh, my brain it needs to change. <laughs> No, you know what? Here, here's the here's the way. You know what? I, I I welcome and invite you to um, recognize that. Wow! If our minds can do that, um, of course it's going to automate everything that comes in. Our minds. It's not moral. A subconscious is not moral. It's like, okay, what is being repeated? Let's just automate it because 
I want to conserve that capacity to do other things. So, you know, people say that, you know, multitasking is, you know, it's just not possible. Well, there's some things that multitasking is is good and it and it works. So, you know, you can have a conversation with somebody on your drive home from work or you can, you know, think about what is the grocery list or you can start thinking about, you know, what am I what am I going to prepare for dinner when I get there? So you can start, you don't have to be thinking about the left turn and the right turn. It makes us more productive. So when we, you know, have thoughts that are repeated about we, you know, we maybe aren't skilled enough or knowledgeable enough or, you know, that's just too big of a dream for me to, to go for, that becomes automated too. That becomes automated too. And it's it's where what we see it as is like, what's wrong with me? Like, why don't I just, like, why do I, why do I hesitate? Why do I, how come I can't feel confident in doing that? Like, there's so many other people, why are, how are they doing it? And I just can't, I just can't step forward. But it's our, it's our mind's ability to protect us for anything that can be a threat. And anything new is a threat. So it's, it's just one of those systems that is automated. So if you're, struggling with that, they've been struggling for a while, that's what it is. It's not you. It's not your ability. It's not your knowledge. It's not your skill. It's none of that. It's just simply a pattern that's been automated. Okay. Okay. I get that. That it makes sense the way you explain that. So tell me, how do you change that pattern? Like, is it is it a matter of doing or saying? Or is it both? You know, like, if I well, want to change... If, like any pattern that I'm, my brain is following, and I want to change that, I want to get rid of that and make that something completely different, like obviously like a routine of whatever. Yep. Like it's not just a matter of taking affirmations and saying, you know, I now do this or I now do that. Right. You have to right. actually do it in order for your brain to remember. Well, okay, so a couple things. So first of all, you know what, there's, the affirmations are great. But they're not all of it because what happens if you if you say these affirmations, but your subconscious is like, uh, that's not true. <laughs> you will. What happens is something called cognitive dissonance. So it's like the the prefrontal cortex, the logical thinking part of your mind, is saying that, but the subconscious is like, that's not even true. That's not true. So you're not in a belief stage, right? So how you get through that is is really noticing what you're thinking at that stage. So if you let's say let's pick one, Tina. Let's let's pick one. Let's help. So tell me what's something that give me an example, and I'll walk through that. It doesn't because it doesn't matter what it is. Okay, so let's say it's hitting the snooze button to get out okay. of bed. Okay, so that that has become a habit. That's just automatic, right? So yeah. Now, so now, if for you know, if you go to bed, you go to sleep at night, and we've all done this. So you go to sleep at night. It's like that's it. Tomorrow morning, I am not hitting the snooze button. I am jumping out of bed right away. I'm just gonna do it. And your subconscious is like, yeah, but I really like that extra sleep. I really need that extra sleep. Um, it's important for me to be productive in the day so I can get that sleep. Your 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 mind knows how important sleep is. So it's going to come, 
it's going to come and fight you on that. It's almost going to be like a toddler having a tantrum. It's like, no, no, hit the snooze button just one time. Just one time I'll get up right after this. And you really believe you will. But then, you know, then you get up and then you're frustrated with yourself because you're like, I said I wasn't going to do that. Um, So we have to disrupt that pattern. Um, And a disruption to the pattern is to change the, the, the systems that you've already been doing, the programming, right? So it would be, okay, well, I'm going to put my my phone or my alarm clock, whatever that is, across the room. So I actually have to, I can't hit the suit because I can't reach it. I have to literally get out of bed before I can reach it. Um, <clears throat> you have to start disrupting those patterns, disrupting the regular routine, just like going to a different grocery store. You're going to have to turn left instead of turning right. And, you know, it's putting on that, that signal light. So taking those patterns and disrupting them with some new kind of behavior that's going to work. So you've got to get creative sometimes. Um, and, you know, if it's more of a thought process, like, um, you know, I'm not confident or I am gonna, I'm going to do that, I'm going to call that person today or I'm going <clears> to, <throat> you know, take that course or I'm going to, you know, apply for that position. Um, there's a belief there that is <clears throat> has to be challenged, and that's it. So we can look at the thought patterns that are coming, like that, that are coming in. Like, okay, I'm going to apply for this, but oh my gosh, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm qualified enough, or I don't know if I have time for it, or whatever it is. But then we kind of put on almost like a lawyer's hat, and we just examine that thought and go, just wait a minute, is this actually true? Is this actually true? Do I have the skills? And start pulling out evidence that goes against that thought so that it starts and kind to of prove yourself. It disrupts that belief, just like we disrupt the pattern of hitting snooze by moving the, the alarm clock. So when we disrupt a pattern of thought that has become a belief, we just pull it forward and go, wait a minute. This is a thought, this is a belief that I, I see now that that's, I don't know, it doesn't matter where it came from and it probably served you at one point, but when we're going to a next level or if we're doing something new, your mind is going to have a little bit of a tantrum. So um, what you're able, the best thing to do is to recognize it, go wait, just wait a minute, what am I actually thinking? And pull that forward and, and start finding the evidence that goes against that belief. So have a little notebook. Like, look, I've achieved this, I've achieved that, I am qualified for this because of that, I've done this, I've done that, and really pulling those facts forward so that it disrupts the belief. It's like, okay, wait a minute, maybe that isn't true. Right. And I think, like you said, like have a notebook. I don't know if you meant literally a notebook, but Mm -hmm. I, I think with women especially, I've heard that if we actually write it down with a pen on paper, our brain does remember that better. One hundred percent how true that is. It's one hundred percent true. Yes. It so, it so involves both Diane. Pardon me? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I so if what happens is like you know, I mean obviously as life goes on, we all start to see like what we truly are, right? I mean, we we tend to go, okay, so I've done this in the past, I've done that in the past. 
But now, today, the person I am today, I don't want to do that anymore, right? Like, you know, as we get older, like, I don't want to spend, you know, 20 hours a week cleaning my house or I don't, you know. So when you're honest with yourself and you're saying, I don't want to do it anymore, how do you change that kind of thinking? Well, Because you're being honest, right? Like, you're being honest with yourself. It's not a matter of I don't know how or... I'm not capable, yeah. you know you're capable, you know that you know everything about what you're trying to change, but the, the reality to yourself is I don't want to. How do you make yourself want to again? Oh, so for the, the productive parts, the, you know, okay, so let's talk about celebrating wins and let's talk about recognizing achievement um, because, you know, that may mean hiring somebody to clean your house. Um, you know, it might mean that. That that might be the answer. Right. If you want to spend more time growing a business or, um, you know, whatever that may be, if that's not what you want, if you want to um, now make it so that it's enjoyable, we we can really recognize the accomplishment part of it and celebrate that. So celebrating wins is um, it's a chemical um kind of cocktail that happens in our mind. So when we do something that's like, okay, if I do if I do the vacuuming every Wednesday morning, after it I'm going to celebrate that. I'm going to celebrate that with, uh, you know, just sitting on my deck in the beautiful Alberta sunshine with a, you know, beautiful cappuccino or whatever you, you love. And you, you really acknowledge that that is accomplished. It actually, what it does is it gives us a dopamine kind of surge of dopamine going, oh, okay, this is good. This is good because I feel so good. You know, the house is vacuumed. I feel really good. I'm going to celebrate that. I'm going to recognize that 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 is achievement. And then um, it's all about those micro wins. And what happens is our brains want dopamine. They they want that feel-good chemical, right? So when you show it that, oh, if I do the vacuuming, I get that dopamine of that nice, Time And you can put anything in there, whatever a celebration of a win is, whatever that means for you. If it means reading a book for 15 minutes, not distracted. If it means, you know, driving to Starbucks for that special coffee or what, it could be anything. Um, then that's what, where your mind starts to go, okay, this isn't bad. You know what? I focused on it. I did it. It's done. I feel great. And now I've got the rest of the day to do whatever. So, so I don't know if that was kind of convoluted, but... <laughs> No, no, I, I get it. Like, yeah, like I'm, so I'm thinking it's more about like the self-discipline and sort of reteaching your body. Like, you know, you can't have you can't have that cappuccino on the deck just because. You, you know, you have to do something in order to almost deserve it. Even though like, right, really and let's let's not talk it. about have to or deserve or yeah, no. Let's when you look at it, like you know, how do you feel when your house is clean? Like, ask yourself that, you know, like, how do you feel? Does it, you know, if I don't do the vacuuming, then I'm feeling discouraged. I'm feeling like, geez, I'm lazy. I just don't want to do it. And now it's like, it's pulling me through the whole day because now you're, yeah, I still haven't done that. I still haven't done that. I still haven't done that. Do you see the pattern that happens? Now it becomes a self-sabotage pattern in a way because now it's like, you're not smart enough or you're too lazy or whatever that is, Right. But yeah. when we can shift it to showing our minds that 
no, I'm not. Um, you know, I, I put it in my, you know, I put a time in my day where I'm going to do it, and I did it, and I feel good, and you get that small win and you celebrate it. Now, that shifts the reasoning behind why you're doing all of it. Because if we don't recognize and, it, and you know, congratulate ourselves, but, I mean, let's be real. We're, we're, I'm a mom and you're a mom. I mean, mostly they don't recognize if it's vacuumed or not. You know, they're not going to come home and go, wow, mom, this is great that you vacuumed the, the floor. It's, they're not. <laughs> you know, we're not going to no, get any not. kind of celebration from it. But when it's not done, then we as women feel... Um, and it can be anything. It's not just even housework. It could be, you know, making cookies or, you know, making healthy meals or whatever it is. We're the ones that feel um, not enough, right, which attacks the self-confidence 100%. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we do that to ourselves because, like you said, they don't care. No. Right? <laughs> no. And if no. they do care, you know, they're going to be like, okay, if you're not doing it, then I guess I have to do it. <laughs> if they care enough. Yeah, you know what? And they're probably going to be happy with hot dogs and craft dinner, let's be real. Like, you know, they're like, lots of times, okay, if there's no broccoli at dinner with a nice, healthy meal. <laughs> right? Isn't but, that the truth? <laughs> yeah, but it, so we're not getting that, celeb, you know, we're not getting that recognition. And, you know, I always talk about inside-out model. The outside-in model will never work, which means looking for outside um um, accolades for doing the mundane things that we still need to do, whether it be vacuuming or planning a healthy meal for our family. If we're looking for those outside in, we are never going to feel fulfilled, and they will always feel like a horrible, yucky task that you have to do and you're going to put off. So if we switch it to, no, I'm, this is the inside. I'm celebrating me. I'm recognizing me for getting this yucky thing done, by treating myself and celebrating that, your mind starts to take a different approach to those yucky things that we have to do or the things that we do that we, ha- we hate. You know, either we can remove them and figure out a different way or get somebody else to do it, or we can recognize that we are, you know, we're, we're celebrating ourselves for doing that. Right, right. And, and accept the, the fact that we deserve to celebrate whatever it is that we've done, and that makes it maybe a little bit easier for the brain to accept. Oh, oh yes, often. Celebrate wins often. This is, this is absolutely key because we never recognize our achievements. We're always looking for, okay, that's done, now what's next? Now what's next? Now what's next? And so we're in this go, move, go, and we don't stop to recognize. And I'm talking celebrating wins can take three minutes. I mean, um, I have a whole list that I choose from. I'm like, great, you know what, I got done that, um, you know, that that PDF or that contract that I had sent out. This is great. Sometimes it's even just putting on, I have a playlist ready to go, putting on a song that I absolutely love and just going, woo-woo, yay me, <laughs> and, and moving and celebrating. It just up-levels that. So when I when I sit down to do those tasks now, my mind is understanding that, yeah, this is this is what I want because I'm gonna get dopamine right after this is done. So it's you you can actually stretch that to um to your mind being able to stay out of that looking for dopamine and stay really focused on that task because there is a reward. 
And now right. you can't rely on others bringing in that outside in. You can't rely on others. I mean, my husband's really great, but you know what? I'm not. I don't want to rely on him to come home and say, "Wow, honey, this is." You know, the house looks wonderful, and I mean, he he does right. often. But there's things that I do that you know, I'm not gonna you know, organize a, a I don't know a, a junk drawer or a closet and expect like, okay, now I need to get the, you know, the accolades and the the you know the celebrations from my family. It's coming from me. I'm like, wow, okay, I did this. I feel great. I don't care if anybody wanted that or not. But this is, I like to live in a place like this or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you're not going to like, oh, before you go to bed, make sure you go look at the closet downstairs. Yeah, like, yeah, they don't care. And they don't like care. as if they care, right. right? Yeah. They don't. Yeah. yeah. So micro wins. So I, I'm like really, if, if one small step towards building that confidence is having a list of micro wins that you can celebrate, a little, you know, micro wins. Like it, they're they're small, not the big ones. Don't wait for you know, gosh, when I, you know, do this in two or three months, it's too long. You'll never get that satisfaction and fulfillment. You're always going to feel like it's not quite enough. But when you celebrate wins, and I'm talking micro wins, like, you know, completing a PDF or uh, uh, cleaning out a junk drawer or vacuuming, micro wins is key. So, you know, it could be an often, often, three to five minutes. And if you have a really big one, you can say, you know what, at the end of the week, I'm going for a pedicure because it was just such such a good week. So really just focusing on recognizing what you have accomplished is what most women don't do because there's always something more. Right. Of course. So now, I mean, we've touched mainly on, like, you know, personal housework stuff. How would you do this, like – Obviously, you would use the same format for women in business, right? Like, you know, pick a small – well, no, it wouldn't even be like – because it's mindset. Like, you're changing mindset. How does that work with a business? Because, I mean, obviously, we're not looking at, you know, vacuuming your office. That's not going to be you and clients, right? And this is – What kind of um, solutions do you offer for – like business wise, because I mean you're dealing mainly with entrepreneurs, so yeah. You're so with, this you is housewife. Yeah, no, this is my wheelhouse. You know, uh, this is where absolutely I focus, and so business growth is about those micro wins. So let's talk about the micro wins. You know, I mean, there is, you know, the to do list should be almost thrown in the garbage because it will never end. It will never. And there's always, at the end of the day, there's residual stuff that gets moved to the next day. And so we oftentimes finish our day feeling like, oh, like I've been, you know, working till my eyes bleed, but there's still more things to do. So your mind gets into that slow um, pattern of, yeah, it's not done. It's just not done. We are, I am never done. And so if I am done, that's not going to be familiar to me, so I got to make sure I keep adding stuff to the to the to do list because if I, you you want to be um, productive always, you you know you're always wanting to go forward. But so the first step that I I do the number one is to take those uh, we call them RGAs, so revenue generating activity, 
And sometimes that is the stuff that gets put to the side because, you know, we get distracted in our day. We get distracted with, you know, you have full intentions of taking steps that you know will lead to your growth, but then the days get sidetracked by little fires, uh, other people that need you to support them, um, situations that show up that, you know, require your immediate action. And this can quickly take over the entire day. So, the actions for the most important tasks, the ones for growth and to increase revenue or up-level our results, more specifically, the, the big goal that you're trying to complete for, you know, a long time, it slowly moves down the to-do list and it gets, you know, other situations become a distraction and it takes us away from that. So when it comes time to actually get into those RGAs, revenue-generating activities, you're depleted of energy and you're depleted of time. So, you know, the first thing is, you know, I talk about the three P's. Is, you know, plan that in. Put that in your calendar somewhere. And generally the first first part in the morning is, is the best. If you're not a morning person, there might be another time, uh, and that's fine. But, it's, you know, you plan it. You prioritize it. So I often find that, you know, the, the steps for our own growth for women – uh, we put everybody else's in front of ours, and we don't we don't prioritize that. And so, prioritizing it in the you know the the top three revenue generators, not the busy work, not the all the other stuff that has to get done, um, because that will get done. But these things should be done first, um, and then protect that time at all costs. You know, it's it's so interesting. We can put something in the calendar, and if it's for our own growth, like oh yeah, a client needs me or I need to get to this or that or the other thing, I'll, I can move that to another time of the day. And that's the first stumbling block that, that is detrimental to anything because we don't prioritize it and we don't protect it. I mean, you and I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't just put the time I have with you right now, Tina, aside because, you know, a client wanted to take up some time right now, I wouldn't say, oh, yeah, I'll just tell Tina we'll do that another time because I have, a, you know, this little emergency here. That would never happen. You know, you and I have a time and we're protected and it's prioritized. But we don't do that to our, for ourselves. Yeah. We don't. Yeah, we I move do that those a lot. Around. I put it in my calendar and then I move it. Right, I put it in the calendar, and then oh, well, I won't, won't have time to do it that time, so I'll move it here. And then the next thing I know, I've moved it three times, and I've forgotten how to do it. Exactly. So, but yeah. if I can leave anything with um, with everyone today is, you know, those three P's: plan, prioritize, and protect. So those get done no matter what. And, you know, that can be, you know, setting aside 90 minutes is ideal, but even start with 30 minutes, 30 minute tasks that it's like, okay, what's going to move me towards more revenue or more growth? You know, ha- be prepared beforehand too. Don't sit down and go, okay, I have 15 minutes to work on my stuff. If you don't know what you're working on, nothing is going to get done. So be prepared even the night before or hours before going, this is the most important thing right now. That's the priority. And I'm putting that in my calendar. And if you break it up into five days, guess what? You're probably going to have it done. But if it's not protected and prioritized, a lot of times after the five days, nothing is done. Exactly, exactly. 
Oh, I love this. Yeah. This is just amazing. Um, Diane, tell us where you, we can find you on social media. Uh, you know what? I am not a big rock star with social media, but um, I do have Diane Pillar Coaching sort of on Facebook, but mostly I'm on LinkedIn, um, just Diane Pillar. And um, or on my website, there's more. There's information on the website, so dianepilla.com. Awesome, awesome. I thank you so much for joining me today. This was awesome. Like it was uh, almost a little mind blowing to think that we can actually oh. change our mindset. Yes, we can. So we, yeah, like. Yes. Yeah, I, I love that. And so, yeah, neurocoaching is, yeah, the study of the mind and how it influences our behavior. So if we can understand how our mind's running, we can influence our behavior. I love it. I love yes. it. We all need some, right? No matter how old we get, we can still change the way our brain works. Absolutely. That's the best thing ever. Yes. Yeah, right? we were told years ago that we can't change our, we absolutely can. It's neuroplasticity. It's it's. Absolutely, we can. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Tina, and uh, thank you so much for the time. I always love chatting with you. It's so exciting. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Confidence in Bloom is a celebration of self-love, a confirmation that you're an amazing, desirable, brilliant, gorgeous, talented woman, even though you may not look like a screen star or a supermodel. The truth is they don't even look like that. We offer unconditional love to our partners, our children, our extended family, even our pets. It's high time we got out of our own way and learned to unconditionally love ourselves. Chic definitely does come in every shape. So if you want something to believe in, start with yourself. If you'd like to be a guest here on Confidence in Bloom and chat with me, contact me through Instagram at infobloomstyling or by email at tina at infobloomstyling.com or through the Divas That Care website. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.